God desires each believer to know Him and have His mind about how He wants us to live holy lives. But when our decisions deal with everyday issues and modern standards, it's hard to draw a line, and we wonder if it even matters. This week in Walk Talks, Mike Graham dives into a study about these gray areas in life and helps us develop discernment to apply the Bible to our daily choices. Welcome to Walk Talks. I am so glad to be with you today. It is a great day to look into God's Word and to see what He has for us today. My topic that I'm going to try to cover, I would say this is going to be hitting some of the highlights. If you want to kind of study this a little bit more, I would say you need to get in the Word of God yourself to understand exactly what it's saying. So I'm going to give you some highlights and some points to consider, but this is not going to be a super deep study uh, enough to just make decisions. But hopefully this will give you some tips. We're going to be talking about gray areas. Throughout scripture, we read a lot of things about what we should do and what we shouldn't do. But as we go through life, we also see that scripture doesn't cover every single area specifically. There is not a thou shalt not or thou shalt for every single area in life. So this is what we would call a gray area. And uh, what I'd like to do is within these four sessions here is, first of all, cover the purpose of gray areas. Secondly, the conscience of gray areas. Number three, the dangers of gray areas. And then number four, It'll be like seven principles to help me know what to do in the gray areas of life uh, that I find myself in. So as we look today, first of all, to be clear, a gray area is something or an area in which scripture does not specifically forbid or condone. Again, like I said, it's one of those things that scripture doesn't say you should or you shouldn't clearly in scripture. Um, but it does not mean that the word of God is silent in these areas. Now, I want us to also understand there are some areas which you may consider to be a gray area, which others may not. And it is important that we have good discussions with other brothers and sisters in Christ to understand primarily what does the word of God say because, folks, Scripture is the ultimate authority on what is right and what is wrong. The principles of Scripture is the authority on what is truly uh, right and wrong. And so in order for us to move forward in gray areas, we can't just say, well, this is my opinion. We need to understand, well, what does Scripture truly say in regards to a specific gray area that I may be thinking about. And I'm not going to go through a list of different things because uh, I will miss a ton of those things. And I could spend my whole time today just talking about what are gray areas. And then somebody listen to that list and say, no, no, that's not a gray area at all. 
Well, again, we want scripture to even define what those gray areas are. We want to go to scripture and say, well, what does it say about this specific thing? And so what should I do? And there are some uh, places where scripture may seemingly clearly forbid something, but then we look later in scripture and we're like, wait a minute, it seems to give allowance for that. Why does it do that? And based upon our propensity, our temptation can be to take the side that favors most what we want rather than favor what does scripture really intend for that to say. So first of all, I want us to understand the purpose of gray areas. And I think the main point of the purpose of gray areas is this, that you should seek the Lord, that you should seek scripture, that you would know the mind of God in this area. You know, we are in a relationship with, with God because of what Jesus has done on our behalf, we now can have a personal relationship with God the Father. And we are so thankful for what Jesus has done. But in any kind of relationship, the more you get to know somebody, the more you're gonna understand them, the more you're gonna understand what they like and what they don't like. And when you are in a relationship, you don't come to it with a, I wanna do what I wanna do, and if I'm in a relationship, then that other person will just have to simply deal with it. So it's the same in our relationship with God. The difference is, is God is always right. And no matter what we think, he's always right. But we can't come into it with this relationship thinking like, I have my preferences, I, these things that I like. So therefore, I want to find out how God uh, agrees with me. Rather, in this relationship, we are about how we should agree with God. So the purpose is that we should seek God. One of my favorite passages is Acts chapter 17, verse 26 and 27. And Paul is speaking to the people on Mars Hill. And he says, And hath made of one blood all nations of men, for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. He's in other words, he has, he's controlled exactly where they are and he's put them where they are and, and for this reason, verse 27, that they should seek the Lord if happily they may feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. In other words, you are where you are, whether it be physically, mentally, spiritually. The reason you're where you are is so that you would seek the Lord. And what scripture is saying is, is he's not far especially us as in uh, living in this New Testament era, we have the scripture, we have the complete scripture and we can go to that and find him. He's there, he's always ready to uh, reveal himself to us through his word. So we should go and seek after him. And the reason you are where you are is so that you would seek the Lord. Job 5 verses six through nine says this, Job being in just an awful situation uh, according to human standards, he says this, although, excuse me, although affliction cometh not forth of the dust, neither doth trouble spring out of the ground, yet, more, but yet man is born unto trouble. As the sparks fly upward, I would seek unto God, and unto God would I commit my cause, which doeth great things, and unsearchable, 
marvelous things without number. So he's like, I, I, I need to seek him. Man is born into trouble and things happen. Why? Well, so we will seek him. So we'll, we'll find out why he's doing what he's doing. And so we will search after him. He does amazing and marvelous, wonder, wondrous things that we don't understand. And uh, Job, even later, he says, you know, I, I, I sought the Lord, but I found out that the reason he's doing what he's doing is so that when I'm tried, I'll come forth as gold. And then we see in 2 Timothy 2, verse 15 through 16, he says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, but shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. So he's saying to Timothy, study. Look, you need to study to show yourself approved unto God, right? This is why we're studying, so that a workman will not be ashamed because he is rightly dividing what the word of God says. So he's taking all of scripture and he's putting it together and saying, okay, what is the mind of God? What is God saying? It's not coming to scripture with my preconceived ideas. It's coming to scripture and saying, well, what does scripture say? So the purpose of these areas, these areas are not to uh, take liberties as we're gonna look at uh, in the next couple of days here is it's not to take liberties unto myself so that I can do what I wanna do. No, it is simply so that I will seek after what God wants. You're in relationship with God, with Christ, with the Holy Spirit. And all of the, all of the Godhead is there to guide you and to help you. But we have to go to them. We have to go to what their word says and then make the correct decision based upon what scripture says. Folks, it's not about your opinions. It's not about what you've been taught. It's about what scripture says. There's gonna be a lot of things that you're gonna go through in life, especially if you, as a young person, are trying to piece together life and understand it. You're going to come away saying, I, I thought I knew, but now I'm, I don't. I've heard different opinions. Uh, you know, brother so-and-so said this, and my relative said this, and you know, I heard a pastor say this once, and I hear another pastor say something else. Like, what is, what am I supposed to do? Well, I'll tell you what you're supposed to do because what scripture says, and that is you're supposed to seek after the Lord. And the only place you can find the Lord is not through my feelings, not through my emotions, not through some spiritual experience. It is through the written word of God. So what is the purpose of gray areas? Well, it's to seek after the Lord. And as Acts says, if happily you may feel after him, and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. Well, we'll look forward to tomorrow when we're going to talk about the conscience of gray areas. Hope you have an incredible day. Thanks for being a part of Walk Talks today by listening and subscribing to our podcast. Follow us on social media for sneak peeks at future episodes, and to share your favorites with others who would benefit as well. We hope your heart has been enriched by God's word to take your next step in following Christ.